This is Dale Jr., and you're listening to Dirty Mo' Radio. Dale Jr. finishes fifth in Pocono, Mike. I can tell it's killing you. What is your favorite Beach Boy song, Taylor? I'm picking up good vibrations. <laughs> the Dale Jr. download starts now. Well done, bud. Well done. For Friday, not going like we wanted. That's a P5. That's a solid run. So we got to bring it home, try to find that vibration. Uh, good job on pit road all day. Good calls. They also strategy to give us a good finish. That's all you did there. Just did what you always do. And wish I could have done a bit better. All right, there you go. Uh, as you hear there at the checkered flag, Dale Earnhardt Jr. brings it home in fifth. Mike, uh, what a crazy weekend it was where Friday – they uh, they have this vibration. Dale Jr. talks about that. They take uh, they're ready to basically take the whole car apart to go through practice on Saturday. There's one problem: there was no practice on Saturday because of the weather. So they were flying blind well, they, out there on Sunday. They did take the car apart. They yeah. just weren't able to see if that actually helped. Yeah. You know, and and I tweeted this Sunday morning. I, I'm getting ready to go to church. I'm getting the girls ready. Got two daughters. We're going through our whole Sunday morning routine. And all I could think about was that vibration because, in all my years with Junior, which has been close to a decade, I didn't. Rec- I could not recall so much uncertainty going into a race as we had on Sunday. You prayed about this. I did. Yeah. Well, well d- did it work or not? Well, obviously so. Top five. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you should have prayed, you know, that, for a win. You know, for a win, <laughs> the thing. I, listen, Casey Kane absolutely had a rocket ship. Jimmy yeah. did too before he had a uh, before he blew a tire. But um, Casey had a rocket ship. Casey deserved to win the race. But it was, if you're a junior fan, it was a pretty good feeling there in the last fifty laps or so to say, man, we really might have a shot at this thing. I knew Casey was faster, but I still thought that we would have a shot with those uh, last restarts. And it didn't work out, but I yeah. wanted the chance. I wanted the opportunity. Um, Jeff Gordon was super fast yeah. as well. I thought we were better than Gordon, though. Did you? I did. And and uh, it's funny you mentioned the restarts, and you tweeted about uh, you wouldn't yeah. mind seeing another yeah. restart. And forever people have talked about how a junior, one thing that, that bothers them is, you know, getting off of restarts. Sure. And yesterday everybody's pulling for more restarts because he was checking out on restarts yesterday. He was, but also you look at the fact that the leader was about 10 seconds in front of him. Yeah. So if there's a chance to win, you knew there had to be a, another restart. That was the only chance to catch him. Uh, Casey had checked out. Who knew that there was going to be another lead change and then back to Casey before the race was over? That was yeah. pretty good. But um, a, but a nice, solid fifth-place finish. And yeah. as Junior said there at the end, you, you always do it, Stevie. And Steve Letart uh, gets a, needs a huge pat on the back. For, uh, for the job he did this weekend. There's no question about that. That's two straight weeks. You know, Steve's an excellent crew chief. I think he's one of the best in the, in the business. But that's two straight weeks where he has really, really done an excellent job through adversity. Nailed the strategy. Uh, you know, basically calling audibles during the middle of the race and, and, and making gut, gut calls as you go on. It's, uh, you know that when you start 25th that you're going to have some type of pit strategy that you're going to try to implement to gain track position. But honestly, and while they still did that, Junior on that second run after the second caution, he went from 22nd to 14 in about 12 laps. I mean, he did that all himself. Oh, I was I was looking online for trademarks, door, bumper, yeah. clear. Yeah, yeah. TJ was door, bumper, and, and clear and like a crazy man. So it, there. just a crazy race. I, I wasn't really sure how I felt. I felt disappointment. I felt satisfaction, uh, you know, especially with all the tire troubles that people were having. That could have happened to anybody. Yeah. Yeah, it was. It, it happened to the leader. 
overall, it was a very good day. I don't think there's any question about that. I think everybody that's a junior fan wants wins, yep. you know, and that is the one thing that's frustrating is you want those wins, but uh, it's still uh, a day to be thankful for. No doubt about that. Okay, well, let's hear clip two here, the vibration update. No, nothing was said about the vibration. You were tweeting about after the first lap, maybe we'll know something. Junior intentionally, you could tell, was not saying anything about the vibration well, until he was asked about it here at lap 54, Dustin. Caution's out. Caution's out. He's up against the wall rolling. He's down low now. Just watch for debris. Do I want to ask about another thing? How's our other deal? Not, not any better. You got to park all that stuff we took off in case we go to a track and it's there. We get a vibration again. I don't know that we've fixed it any. It still feels like it's there at the end of the straightaway, especially. Yeah, I wrote it down. We're going to maybe go chassis down or something, see if we can find it. we got to find something. Appreciate your patience with it. Dennis, nice job, man. Drove us up to the top ten. So we're pretty good. We're about as good as a 24 in that last round. The five is, whew, he's fast. <laughs> Mike, thoughts on that? If it seemed that Stevie was being cryptic when he was asking about the vibration, that's deal. because he was. Yeah. And the story goes, I talked to Latard about this. He said that before the race, they had an agreement. Look, if that vibration is still there, and they didn't know if it was going to be there or not, if it's still drivable, if the car is drivable, you know I can't fix the vibration. So don't sit there and harp on the vibration. Now, if you cannot drive the car, then certainly say so. But if you can drive it, but the vibration's still there. We have changed everything in the car, and we still we don't know where it comes from. So, don't really don't make that your focal point if mm-hmm. if it's still there. So I was thinking that how weird it was when Steve asked about it. They weren't even talking about it. So I'm assuming that oh the vibration's not there. Hot, yeah. You know we're we're great. And then when he asked about it, Junior's like, yeah, it's still there. And so that's the story. They, they had an agreement not to talk about it. <laughs> well, and that's fascinating. I think what's also interesting is if you didn't have that information and you're just a junior fan and you're listening to that is there's, there's some things that are about to be broken in your home, you know, is here, <laughs> here we are checking out, picking off spots left and right, driving up from 25th to the top five and leading a lap. Sorry about that, Dan, the junior fan. You, you can stop running now. Um, <laughs> But you have all this momentum, and you're thinking, you know what's going to happen? Is they're going to be leading the race, and then all of a sudden, Junior's going to say, to the garage. Yeah. And, I mean, you, you just have that thought because we've seen it a couple times this year. And when he updated there and said, oh, yeah, it's still here, I, I'm sure there were some negative thoughts among Junior fans. Well, at least you had the fact that he was driving and, and passing cars up to that point. So you at yeah. least had that right. in your thought bank. So you knew that it wasn't a catastrophe at that point. Yeah, but you had this thought but, of maybe it's about to end, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. It's but, I asked Latard, I said, have you ever had this uh, problem in your entire crew chief career where you have a car that has a vibration and you cannot find it? You've, yeah. you've changed everything? He goes, yes. One time with Jeff Gordon years ago, we had a, a car that shook at Indy. It shook at the test. It shook again somewhere else. I said, what did you do? He goes, we threw it out. <laughs> <laughs> crazy, so. crazy day. Uh, let's talk more about uh, what happened uh, through the duration of the race. Let's hear a uh, clip three here, Dustin, as uh, Dale Jr. has moved up to Position number four, and uh, he had some choice words about some grass on the grill. 43 did the button there. We got grass all over the All right, 10-4. I mean, it looked okay this time by. I was looking at it. I didn't see anything too major. Didn't know it was there. 10-4. Just make sure your fan's off and get it behind that 78. That should maybe be enough. Driving you a solid race there, bud. We've done a good job. Worked away to the front here. It'll be good. We've got 57 to go. Basically one stop for everybody from here. So, looks good. 
All right, that'll put you P4. Yeah, grill look good right there, bud. So that's good. Thank you. <laughs> that was actually cleaner than the uh, original version. The, the, the real the, version yeah, right. cannot be played. Right. I don't care if it's, <laughs> there, right. there are no FCC rules or not. The, re- the original version can't be played. Um, a shout-out to uh, West Coast Gal 88, who it transcribes everything Junior and Stevie and TJ right. say. Right. And I love how she transcribed that. Irene is the best. She's she, awesome. She, yes, yeah, she is the official transcriber of Radio Chatter. It's not us. It's yeah. her. It, it was pretty yeah. funny to, to go back the, and the, see that. That was a tense moment for yeah. no other reason. If you think back just a week ago yeah. in the Nationwide Series race, I mean, what does grass do to the grill? Well, yeah. it, it, it blew up Sam Hornish's engine in right. the Nationwide right. Series race at Indy, and it caused Regan to go backwards because the same thing happened to him. So, you know, hey, that's a big deal. It is a big deal. And he deal. was able to get it off by, under caution. All right, uh, final pit stop. Dale Jr.'s in second position with 30 laps to go, uh, and here we go with the final pit stop. All right, I want to come this time. This time. Here we go, pal. This time, clear by five. No pressure. Don't worry about him. This time. About to be four tires. I got him all the way, TJ. Four tires here. Four tires. Leave on the jack. You're ten away. All right, buddy. You're five away. Four tires on the jack. Three, two, one. Four tires on the jack. All clear, 4,300, 4,300. You're all set there, bud. All set. We're all set on field of the finish, whatever you need here. And uh, it ends up in a fifth-place finish for Dale Earnhardt Jr. and the 88 team as they go on to Watkins Glen, which we'll talk about more in just a moment. But uh, fifth, still fifth in the standings. Mm-hmm. Again, a really solid year. This yeah. is the third straight year that they've had a really solid season going into the chase. Obviously, there's one thing that needs to improve, and that's the elephant in the room, and that's bringing home uh, the checkered flag. Yeah, that's no secret. It is a solid year. I mean, he actually uh, padded his advantage between uh, fifth and sixth place and between uh, fifth and 11th uh, place, so it was a good points day for us. Certainly didn't get the win. Pocono was one of those tracks that you and I both, when when we look at in the preseason, like, hey, what is our best chances to win? Yeah. Where the disappointment comes in for us after the top five is because of that so, that single reason right there that we had Pocono kind of as our one of our good chances to win didn't happen. I think um, listen, as Dale Jr. has said many times, he always goes for wins. He's always trying to win. I, I know what we've talked about with the point situation, but Mike, I'm looking at the points now, and. They have uh, Dale Jr. has fifty-seven more points than Greg Biffle, who's in tenth place. So yeah, and sixty-two okay. in front of Tony, who's in eleventh. Is that right? Uh, that is, exa- is exactly right. Right. Okay. In other words, don't need to worry, worry about points. I mean, maybe I, in a few. I'm not ready to go there yet. Maybe you're not. Okay, but after a couple of forty-third place finishes, maybe you can get nervous. But that is a hell of a cushion. Sixty-two points with five races to go is a hell of a cushion. When you have the team that you have, it is a hell of a cushion, okay? It's so nice. what it's you've nice. said about, and we'll play it here in just a moment, about your Watkins Glen predictions, I don't care if they never bring the car down the pits this weekend. I don't care if they ever do. I, I mean, <laughs> I don't care if they take no, never no take tires, tires no again. No tires. Gas-only okay? pit Gas stops. Gas-only okay. <laughs> pit stops for the next five weeks. Isn't it hard enough to stay on a road course as it is yeah. with fresh tires? I mean, this is – Taylor, you've got 300 yards to clear the lake. I don't care. Give me a four-iron. <laughs> like, I, 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 I'm saying bonsai moves 
Let's go. Okay, so go for broke. Okay, so so when when you do that strategy, yeah. and you do finish forty third, which is what will happen with that strategy. No, you then won't. then where are you? Then where are you? You're back you're, into it. You're, you're, you're thirty five fi- points ahead bullets. of. You're thirty five points ahead of tenth. With, with, you're a whole race ahead of tenth place. But with four races to go. Yeah, but but it still, Mike. Mike, you're going to Mich- You're going to Michigan the next week. You're going to Bristol the week after that. Crap okay. Shoot. Uh, but but Michigan's one of his best tracks. Hey, They've listen, got good tracks coming up. Hey, listen, I love the driver. Richmond's one of his best tracks. I love the. T- I'm just not ready to go for no tire pit stops uh, to go for the win. Yeah. I think you're going to want tires. Yeah, I. You might need tires. I'm just saying. <laughs> I want. You're ready. You're you're, you're going. Do Gamble. whatever it takes. Send you to Vegas. Yeah, that's right. Okay. Speaking of that, <laughs> this person over here, Mike Davis. Totally threw me under the bus what? Uh, to Dale Earnhardt Jr. No, no, no. a few months ago as we were talking about uh, what races he thought that Jr. would win this year and what races I thought he'd win. And out of nowhere, Mike says, I think we're going to win in a road course this year. Mm-hmm. Well, here comes Watkins Glen. And I was sort of in shock when you predicted that you thought Dale Jr. would win, had a chance to win at Watkins Glen. And you felt it necessary in front of Dale Jr., to totally throw me under the bus. Listen, do you know how you're in the sports talk industry? You know yeah. how you make preseason predictions and you look, you regret them later? Yeah. This ain't one of them. Oh. That's right. Okay. You heard it here. All right. All right. Well, let's hear the conversation we had with Dale Jr. about this. I've been trying to tell Taylor that you are good on road courses, especially Watkins Glen. And, and people don't understand that. And I've sit there. I've seen you do top five and stuff. And I said he's going to win a road course for his career's over. And he looks at me like I got three heads. Now, <laughs> now back me up here. I know you don't like Sears Point. Where's his I know you don't like Sonoma. Yeah. But I, but Watkins Glen. I feel like we got a shot there. I think we can run good there. Um, Did you want to tell him that the other thing that you make fun of me for picking Junior all the time? So so which one is it going to be? Is it no? Like, I don't. I don't. Or, I don't. We're, we're get, superstitious, so you okay. have to understand. Thank that. you. Yep. It's not that. It's not. That I, I like that you pick Junior. It's that you are you're always wrong when you pick Junior, and okay. so I'd rather you just not pick him. So. But you, but, anyways, do, but you do want me to pick him on a road course. I just want you to just watch the race, okay. all right? <laughs> but you are pretty good. Uh, on the, you feel pretty good about Watkins Glen? I like Watkins Glen, yeah. and I feel like, you know, if there is a, you know, if there's a road course out there where we can get a good run, that's it. Um, Sonoma's always been, you know, the, you know, a bit of a, you know, confusing place for me. And uh, I've all, you know, I've been in place and position to get good finishes at, Sonoma, and we've actually led races there and won, run pretty well in, in a couple of occasions. But we or I or something always ends up screwing it up, and uh, I'll get run over. I'll run over something, or uh, you know, run into somebody. But uh, we always can't finish the deal. So uh, you know, that's kind of the, still the plan. Every time you go to Sonoma, it's like, man, you know, you don't even think about winning. You just go. We got to finish the deal. We got to stay. You know, we got to stay in the top ten and finish there. And then once you do that, your confidence builds, and you try to you try to improve on that. But we've done that at Watkins Glen. We've ran very, very, very good there. I remember in '08 when I first went to Watkins Glen with Tony Jr. and Hendrick cars, we we led the race the first you know 20, 25 laps. And uh, I mean, so we can run well, we can run fast at that place. We just got to get the right package. We've got a lot of things in the works. We're going to Kershaw test a little bit this year and try to be prepared. There's only one snack food here at Dirty Mo Radio, and that's Dale Jr. Potato Chips. Go to DaleJRFoods.com to find a store that carries them or place an order for yourself. That's Dale Jr. Foods. 
Watkinsglen.com. There you hear the man and uh, Mike and yours truly talking about Watkins Glen. And, again, Mike Davis is not backing down. No. Not no. backing down. I'm feeling it, man. I'm not making any predictions. Hey, listen. So, if it doesn't go well this weekend, then then I get to bust your chops about making this kind of prediction. Uh, you know, I, I think I – I think I showed how a little power of prayer yep. last week helped. Uh, just let us handle this, Taylor. Yeah. They, um, in Kannapolis, North Carolina, there will be a man streaking on Sunday afternoon named Mike Davis if this comes to fruition. All right, let's uh, play some reaction theater. Amazing race. Hendrick Motorsports, three cars in the top five, and none of them is the 48. Ha! Oh, by the way, Junior led a lap. I hope you're listening, Dan, the junior fan. Go, junior. <laughs> was that guy supposed to be imitating Jim Rome? Was that what? No, that? but that's that's pretty good. Okay. Yeah, I, I have no idea. Maybe that's just the way he talks. It's just I, okay. I was I'm a little confused. But but I will say this: Dan, the junior fan, had a uh, interesting day yesterday, being that he he so boldly predicted. Yeah, boldly then he tried dared. to back off of it and say, "Oh well, I didn't mean like if no, you stayed out." He bought he bought his koozies. He did good. Yeah. Okay. So so you guys know in case you missed last week's episode. Dan, the junior fan, got really upset with the team. He went out for a run because that's what he does when he's mad. And he called us while he was running, and he said that if, if, if Dale Jr. led just one lap. Actually, he's made it to Steve Latart. Latart, if you lead just one lap, I'll go on SteveLatart.com and buy 20 koozies, which is a charity thing that Steve does. Well, it happened. Yeah. Dale Jr. stayed out. That's right. One lap and, hey. got, and got his lap led. It would have been really funny if Latart said, hey, uh, shout out to Dan, the junior fan. Go buy some oh, koozies. Yeah. I, I would have paid money for that. All right, what we got next? There were three winners today. The first was Casey Kane and Team Hendrick for the one-two-five finish. The second was Pocono Raceway for rebounding from the catastrophe known as the June Race. And the third was the Ronald McDonald House of Charlotte because, Dan the Junior fan, you put your foot in your mouth, the stars aligned, and screwed you, baby. Money's going to charity. So run this evening. Run your mile, run your two miles, run your five miles, run right on down to the convenience store. Grab yourself a couple cases because next week you're going to have enough koozies to have nonstop double fisting, baby. Enjoy them, Dan the man. Dale, yeah. <laughs> hey, I have no doubt if there's anybody out there that can actually fill 20 koozies with cold beverages, it's Dan. I'm sure he was it's very Dado. happy about buying those, too. I mean, when you call it, it was, he wanted this to happen. We all did. Next. I'm hungover. I mean, a little dehydrated from last night. I didn't think there was a shot in a million years with a vibration on Friday and a horrible qualifying effort that we'd have a shot in hell to lead a lap. I'll be damned. Steve Latart, you're just mocking me now. <laughs> As I run for the fourth time in seven days, you're just mocking me. You're playing with me. Son of a Goodness, he's hurting. That, that sounds like, I know it sounds like he's running a marathon, but I think he's probably like at six-tenths of a mile at that point. He, he really did sound miserable. Like, right. he really sounded like he was in trouble. Next. I'll tell you what, I'm not really sure what we would have done today at Pocono if it wasn't for Mike Davis going to church and praying that vibration went away. Good job, Team 88. Boys really, really did a good job. Right. So, so we're clear. I didn't actually pray it to go away. I just – it just was not as big of a factor. You just wanted – Because it never went away. Yeah, you didn't care if it was there or not. You just didn't want it to influence the race. Right, and I should get credit for that, I think. 
right? Um, is that in the statistics? Stat uh, the, the statistics that uh, I, I'm going to speak for Dale Jr. on this one and say no. no. <laughs> Next. Wow, another lost opportunity. Being a lifelong Dale Jr. fan, it's really starting to get to me. Second, under 15 laps to go. Just give the position to Jeff Gordon. Then the caution comes out, and then guess what? Dale's sixth. Now, you know, I, I understand that it's rough. You know, you can't just go out there and mow everybody over. But damn, Dale, at least make them earn it. I'm just starting to think that he's just, he just kind of like Martin Martin. I, I don't know what to say to that. I, I kind of like Mark Martin. First of all, Mark Martin just gives positions away to people? Well, I... I didn't know whether we should be uh, – if that was a compliment or not. I mean, Mark Martin – It doesn't sound like that was yeah, a compliment. Mark Martin's – He's one I, of the I best think he's of gonna, all time, I think right? he's going to be all in the Hall of Fame. I yeah. mean, okay, so what, I don't really, I, I I don't really his, get that. I, I think his point is that Mark Martin doesn't go wreck people. Okay. He keeps his car clean. Yeah. I like that about Dale Jr. Yeah. <laughs> myself. Well, I, I mean, first of all, we were watching two different races. Because if you got the impression yesterday that Dale Jr. was not letting the people around him earn things right. after watching him on restarts. Ask Jeff Gordon that question. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Jeff Gordon was trying to get around him for probably 20 laps. Yeah. And Jr. wasn't, you know. And, it, and, and, the, only way, and the only way he got around him yeah. was Jr. made a pit stop. And we need to give this guy access to the radio, too, where uh, Jr. said, I'm going to do what I have to do uh, yeah. when in, in reference to getting around the 24. So, uh, I, I Respectfully disagree with that. Next. Hey, brother. This is the macho man, Randy Savage, and I'm hot. I'm hotter than I ever been. Wow. Let me tell you a little <laughs> something. I'm living in Texas Motor Speedway under turn four, trolling the fields, waiting for something to happen in this November, you know who I want? I want the hog. I want the hog. Bring the hog to turn four. <laughs> I'm going to take care of him. Wow! Go down to Okay, a couple of things here. First of all, I love, that guy's hilarious. Yeah, He sounds good. absolutely nothing like Macho Man no. Andy Savage. May he rest in peace. Right. Uh, okay. <laughs> uh, I love that he's calling out hog. That's great. I love that TJ's tweeting about making fun of Hog while they're flying home yesterday. Poor Hog just is always right. the butt of every joke. But I love he's making fun of Hog. But we, we really need to work on our uh, impersonation skills there. I don't know. The, the, the way he actually – the script that he went off, I'm wondering if it was Eddie Gossage. Yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> well, I was thinking it was Brad Gilly. Yeah, it could have been. <laughs> that would be good. you got to get down no, like hey. this. you got a much more raspy voice if you're going to do Macho you Man. You sounded pretty good. You were the Beach Dig Boys it. at the beginning of the show. Now you you're, have to you're eat, Macho Man now, now. You have to eat a Slim Jim. You yes, know, you do. you got to so. say something about Miss Elizabeth. May you, she rest in peace. Good call, though. Good call right there. Next. Hey, boys, maybe we have to put a vibrator in the car every week, man. <laughs> Top five, that's pretty good. <laughs> I don't I don't I have no I comment on that one. I don't think that that's what was in the car. <laughs> a little, but they little, don't know. There yeah, is, they still don't know. There's a little bit of a difference there. <laughs> They'll know that if it, when they take it to the chassis <laughs> dyno if it was a yeah. vibrator in the car. <laughs> right. right. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, I don't, <laughs> I don't think the car has anything to do with adult <laughs> novelties <laughs> novelties no that is funny though i think i think junior will get a big kick out of that <laughs> yeah next man i feel like the whole 88 team and every fan at roots for dale jr we've been on a roller coaster ride all weekend first practice pretty good we qualified 25th like come on get real that's stuck 
Then the last happy hour gets rained out. So we can't even fix the car. We can't find the vibration. Dale Jr. drove that car with the vibration the whole race. He was up on the wheel. He took that baby from 25th to 1st. He actually led two laps in that race. Dale, way to go, man. That's way to fight back. All right, Tim Brock, happy this week. He's uh, happy. He is. No, didn't rip TJ. No. He was happy with TJ. How could he? Yeah. TJ did great. He did a great job. Next. Hey, I, I just want to say this. If we get just one win, I'll buy just as many as them Dale Earnhardt Jr. potato chips as my wife will let me buy. Now, that might be the case. I don't know, but hell yeah. I like no, Dale, yeah. Not hell yeah. 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 Dale, yeah. What's wrong with you, man? Um. We I'll, need to start keeping a tally of all the people that say they're going to do something. I like. Well, we'll keep we'll keep this guy in mind uh, this week because it's happening Dale, for the Dale Junior potato <laughs> chips, as he called them, not tater chips, no, the potato or chips, potato chips, yeah. but potato chips. <laughs> yeah, I like I, that. I, I like tater chips. I like potato chips. I've never heard of potato chips. I'm sending a, a note up to the people in Minnesota that make these things and say, "Can you please change the bag to potato chips?" Yeah, in zesty jalapeno. By the way, I you're, think that's the flavor we digging. should send next. <laughs> And another thing, Marty Jones, <laughs> I know you're from Alabama and have trouble with word pronunciation, but my Twitter handle is not quasi dado. I got that. It's quasi dado. <laughs> my nickname is dado. Quasi meaning kind of like. I'm kind of like dado. Son of a. But let me say this, Smarty Jones, before the season, predicted a win for 88 at Watkins Glen, while Taylor Zarzer laughed and laughed and laughed Uh and continues to laugh. And I don't know if it's going to happen, but I'll tell you one thing. I'm going to run tonight two more times this week, and if the 88 wins on at Watkins Glen, I'll buy 20 more f***ing Cancuzis. Oh. I don't give a <laughs> I got nothing else to live for now that I'm running. <laughs> <laughs> What's my life become? <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, good stuff. I got before the end of this podcast, <laughs> I'll tell you what I'll do okay. if Dale Jr. wins at Watkins Glen. Okay, Reaction Theater, great stuff. As usual, it's open 24-7. All you have to do is call toll-free 1-855-740-1902 and leave us your voicemail message, and we'll play the best each week right here on Dirty Mo' Radio. It is by far Dale Earnhardt Jr.'s favorite part of the podcast. And and you note that it's toll-free, right, Taylor? It is (laughs) toll-free in case you are in 1987. (laughs) The number is 1-855-740-1902. It's toll-free. Yeah, even though I believe all cell phone plans are pretty much (laughs) toll-free. Toll-free these days. Okay, Okay. speaking of Dale Jr., a few weeks ago, Mike sat down with him, and they had uh, their snapshots segment. We started this a few weeks ago. Dale Jr., TJ, and uh, might gather around, start looking at old photos. They've taken over the years and share stories about some of the good ones. Mm-hmm. You can go to DaleJr.com photo gallery to view the photos that they're looking at. And today, y'all talked about the uh, infamous trip to New York. And I'm really excited about hearing this, where uh, well, Dale Jr. ran into an emergency yeah. situation. Well, pit stops don't happen just on the track there. No, Taylor. they don't. All right. Let's hear it. 
Here's some pictures from New York. We were on the Daily Show with John Stewart. Yep. And the one takeaway I remember from this, and I don't know if you're going to want to talk about this, but it's funny. Okay. We were driving back to the airport, and you remember that drive back to the airport? No. Oh, yeah, I had to use the bathroom. Bad. <laughs> yeah. So bad. We pulled over. On the side of the road. On the on side the, of the. Not a road, the interstate. Side like. of the interstate in New York. Because <laughs> everybody does that. Yeah. Yeah. If well, it, just... it was, luckily for me, it was, or wouldn't, we wouldn't have stopped. It was a wooded area. So, I mean, I wasn't like sitting. That's true. Ten he, yards he off. He hopped from, over the guardrail. Yeah, I went over the guardrail, went in the woods, did my business. But, man, I couldn't wait. I mean, it was no, going to be was, it was emergency. It was emergency time. But from where we were sitting in the car waiting on Dale Jr., he comes <laughs> popping out of the woods with no shirt on. <laughs> and he comes hopping over the guardrail, just skipping along, happy as hell. That I'm you, done. That done. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, when you got to go, you got to go. You're not going to, you know, you're not going to wait. What? I had to go. That wasn't. No, I I didn't have a choice, so yeah, I had to use my shirt. Yeah, and, and uh, uh, as yeah, you would, the shirt didn't make it back. Good, that's good MacGyvering right there. <laughs> there's and a shirt in the woods somewhere. There's a shirt in the woods in New York. Um, I wouldn't touch it. And so, <laughs> basically, we oh look at this picture. Why did we take this? <laughs> I don't remember. This I, we were having to sit. Basically, we were having to send this to MySpace so to prove that you were prove that I was who I was because I yeah. kept deleting my account. Or there may have been imposters or, or something. Or, yeah. Um, yeah, so we take a picture. Here, this is a, We're looking at a picture of me holding up a sign that says myspace.com and then my account. Right. I was just trying to keep my – I kept deleting it and disabling it. I remember that because I was working real hard on it. We had, I was back. I was back. Oh, yeah. oh, that's right. Because yeah. you used hey, to, yeah, use to announce friends. parties. Yeah. You yeah, had yeah, announced top par- friends list. Yeah, stuff like that's that, right. Man. Yeah, that was you're not, fun. You're not my top seven. What? This <laughs> – did you, did, were you ever not in his top seven? TJ was in my top seven. Yeah. Of course, man. What you um, talking about, man? So, trying to start something right here in the damn basement? Well, no, to start, he brought it up. Trying to start a disagreement. We'll go after your right eye. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, so we send that to MySpace and got it authenticated. And I'm sure by the time we got that authenticated, you probably got tired of MySpace. Yeah, I got tired of it. It, became, it, was, it ended up becoming like a small child. I don't know yeah. about it. Became a nuisance. <laughs> With TJ, that I might be overstated. I yeah. forgot I was sitting around TJ. That might be overstated yeah. a bit. <laughs> Small child, a little bit more, a little bit more responsibility than MySpace was. What we got here. Oh, this is funny. Now this is this is a video, and I know you don't remember this, Dale Jr. But you remember on the old EA Sports NASCAR games where you had those challenges, those specific yes. challenges. So if the challenge was to see if you could hold off Matt Kenseth in, in this, you know, two-lap shootout or something. And as we're recording that, Dale Jr. for years is parked beside Matt Kenseth in the bus slot. And it just so happened the timing was perfect. So as soon as Kenny Wallace says, let's see if you can beat Matt Kenseth, Matt was walking out the door and Matt yells, no way can he hold off Matt Kenseth. And let's watch this. Junior, can you drive a car that fast, loose, wiggling everywhere? All right, we're going to give you a chance to see if you can hold off Matt Kenseth. EA no way can he hold off Matt Kenseth. That was good timing. <laughs> Listen. That video, you got to see it, and we're going to put it on DaleJr.com. Now, I can't put it in the photo gallery with all the other photos on DaleJr.com because we're just not able to do that the way it's set up. But I will put that video. You've got to watch it, guys. It's funny. Uh, with Kenny Wallace and Matt Kenseth, uh, we'll put it in the video section, okay? So I'm, I know I'm steering you at different points of DaleJr.com. But that's, that's good, just, man. As, as far, yeah, as far check as out as the website, do. yeah. So, yeah. So check it out. Uh, you'll be able to watch, uh, see the videos. 
uh, the photos, everything. All Good right, stuff. and listen, obviously, you can listen to the podcast there uh, or on That's iTunes, right. too. You've heard us talking about them all season long. There are four flavors of Dale Jr. Potato Chips, Crispy Original, My Favorite, Zesty Jalapeno, Creole and Green Onion, and Carolina Barbecue. Go to DaleJRFoods.com right now to get yours today. Let's throw the white flag. All right, I'd be remiss if I didn't start off this week, Taylor, with the most important event this week, and that is I'm not talking about Watkins Glen. I'm talking about it's playoff time in the Dirty Mo Basketball League, and me and TJ are taking on Dale Jr.'s team, and quite frankly, it's affecting our friendship, Taylor. I'm, ki- I'm kidding. It's not. But he is a dirty, rotten, low-down enemy, <laughs> at least for tonight. Regan Smith is, too. They're both on the same team. We're going to beat him. Tomorrow, Dale Jr. is participating in a Reddit and Twitter chat to launch Hendrick Motorsports' new digital dashboard social media command center. That will begin at 1.40 p.m. Eastern time on the Team Hendrick account on the NASCAR subreddit. And then he'll take over the Hendrick Motorsports' Twitter account at approximately 2 p.m. Eastern time. Now, that account is at Team Hendrick. But check that out. Nationwide and Cup Series will both be at Watkins Glen this weekend. The Nationwide race is scheduled for Saturday at 2 p.m. Eastern time on ESPN. Regan Smith and Casey Kane will go for Junior Motorsports. Sunday's Cup race will start at 1 p.m. Eastern time on ESPN. Dale Jr. will be driving the number 88 National Guard Chevrolet. Hopefully hopefully without a vibration, Taylor. Yeah. Uh, finally, don't forget to rate and review us on iTunes. Follow us on Twitter at Dirty Mo Radio, at Taylor Z Radio, at Mike Davis 88. I think that's about it, right? If Dale Earnhardt Jr. wins at Watkins Glen. What are you doing? I will wear a mustache for the next uh, taping of this uh, podcast, and we can video that. Put it on DaleJr.com. Seems like you need to go a little bit out I there. I mean, uh, 24 on. hours. I'll wear a, a mustache for 24 hours. Right. So I mean, I did, you can grow last time Chris Hansen came to my house, I wore a mustache. I'll wear a mustache for 24 hours. Thanks to Dustin Lee. Thanks to Mike Davis. Shout out to Freebird Bill. That's right. I'm Taylor Zarzer. <laughs> You've been listening to the Dale Jr. Download. Thanks for listening to Dirty Mo Radio. Have you tried the new Dale Jr. potato chips? Are you wondering where you can find them? Today's your lucky day. Go to DaleJrFoods.com to see where you can find the chips in your area or place an order online. You can have them shipped right to you. That's DaleJrFoods.com.